Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Stephanie Megan, you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. 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 Pinot I just discovered a thing called Pinot Grigio. <laughs> I was like, yeah, girl. What do you mean you just discovered? There was a there was a movie that said that. I forgot the actress's name. Pinot Grigio. What is it? Pinot Grigio. Pinot. Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio. It's the same thing. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brocal Therapy. And guess the fuck what? Guess what? I mean, <laughs> Jaffa motherfucking Bryant is fucking back for the millionth time. <laughs> Every time it feels like a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I still got it stopped out before. So, fun fact. Um, we actually did... We recorded this episode before. We've done it... We did two episodes the last time we hung out, like a month ago. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I think we could do better. Yeah. I think it's because it was like a week after my breakup. Okay. So I was like, uh, I don't know. I, you could just tell that I was like sad. I get it. I, I don't even know what we're recording every time. You don't? You tell me every time, multiple times, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Do you <clears throat> even know what the topic is right now? I had it. Couples. <laughs> Couplings of sorts. Interracial couples. Yes, I got it. I got, yes. it. I got it. This is the one you told me so many times. Though I'm like, get it right, get it right. Remember. Otherwise, I'm just here to have a good time. I and know. Kiki. And Kiki. This is because we Facetime every single day. <laughs> every day we Facetime. There's always something to talk about. There is. I don't care if we repeat the same shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's Sometimes like sometimes we just have to tell each other about like. It's like holding promises, maybe. What? You know, when you tell your friend, you're like, shit, I said it. So when you tell oh, your friend how you, you feel, have to what make you're gonna happen? Okay, and what you're gonna do to change yeah. that shit? You know what I mean? And you've helped. So you've been helping me like through my breakup. Oh good. <laughs> I never know. <laughs> I really no, you really know. have. You really, you're definitely like. There's like there's like certain friends like there's friends who are like okay, I let me nurture you, let me listen oh, no. to you vent, and then there's friends who are like, yo, let's pull up. Fuck some shit up. You don't fucking need him. Yo, fuck him. He trash. Get the bangers out. Yeah, Get the bangers. Yeah. <laughs> bang, bang on your window. Like, you <laughs> you, are like the friend who will talk shit and not hold back no. just to make me feel better. Yeah. But in person, I would never go at it that way. In person, I would go hard, educated hard. Yeah. I'd be like. How so? I'd be like, my nigga, you 
don't understand shit about your own psychology. <laughs> I think you might. But need I think to, I'm you self-aware know. though. I'm that's, pretty that's self-aware. That's the reason why when but people are just, self-aware, it's not as funny. It's the folks who aren't aware who they mm-hmm. get torn up inside. That's like calling yeah. somebody. That's like telling a, a white person they're racist. <laughs> Where they have to face themselves with their own yeah, privilege. Yeah, like, how dare you? I would never. I know not one racist bone in my body. I'm like, you're like, you're white, cool. so you are born racist. I, dude, I'm like, we all have shit. We've right. all got shit. The least you could do is admit to that shit. Exactly. If you which, can't, we going to make fun of it. Which is the perfect segue Hello. to what we're talking about today is interracial relationships. I got it. And this was... Um, requested by a listener, Brian. Shout out to Brian. He's such a supporter of the show. I want to Brian. 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 I wish I had a tambourine so we could just keep going. Brian. (laughs) Get the tambourine. (laughs) No one understands us. I do, but we. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. No, but he seems really cool. He's been supporting, been supportive of the show since fucking day one. Oh, cute. Yeah. Send him a gift. (laughs) <laughs> send him some merch songs. Send him like a candy send bar. Send him a gift. All right. Send a gift. We Maybe I will. Be rad. I'm gonna put something in there. Did too. you say be rad? Be be rad. Be rad. <laughs> yes, be but he he requested this, and I'm like, you Cute. know what? This is actually perfect to what's going on in the world, and mm. even in what happened with my relationship. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I did get a tweet. A twit. Remember, I told you about this. The tweet. The tweet. I do. You I, don't I remember do. anything. I, I do, but like when I hang with friends, I'm like, okay, fresh time, reset. Fresh slate of mind. Fresh slate. Whatever happened has happened. Today is today. <clears throat> so I saw a tweet about the show because I look up what people tweet about the show because you know what? I got to keep up to what y'all thinking and thinking and shit. Toosh. So this person said... Broco therapy is a negative for me. Listen to the Friends with Benefit episode, and nah, she was really fetishizing black dick the whole episode, and then proceeds to ask what black love is to her co-host and is pretty much ignorant to black issues. And then, at first I wasn't going to respond because I was like, I know me, whatever. But I'm like, you know what? This is actually very important to talk about. Yeah. So I responded. I said, hi, I appreciate this tweet, actually, because I will own up to my ignorance back in the day. This episode was recorded four years ago. I do not stand by that mindset back then at all and do not want this represented on the show. I'll be doing an episode about this. Mm. So here we are. I think that's the appropriate thing to do. That's the appropriate response to it wasn't like, I didn't do any of that. It was like, shit. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I said that. I did. And now, yeah. now that you know maybe more than you did then and things change, we've all had some shit where we didn't know something before and then you learned. Yeah. Four years ago was like when it was like election year, you know? Bah. And like, you know, like back then, you know, the topic of race and all that shit was like not really a hot topic. Like no right. one really, everyone just suppressed those type of topics. No yeah. one ever discussed it. And so, Except the people who were being right, abused exactly. within that yeah. system. I mean, because it was always we like talked silenced. about. Don't get me wrong. It was always, always talked but about. But it was just in the world sense, they silenced it so much. And it almost kind of made me feel as a black person I had to sit down. Because I'm like, damn it, ain't nobody here with me. Aw. Shit. Makes me sad. Makes my ass sad, too. That's why you got to keep fucking changing and learning some shit. But, but that's important. But that's why this type of topic is really important. Because... Mm-hmm. 
So back then, of course, I was ignorant. And just a background story on me, I grew up in Santa Clarita, which is, yeah, it's mixed. It's a melting pot. But predominantly, it is white as fuck. Yeah. It's very white culture. I've never even been out And even at... I don't go. <laughs> You're like, I don't even no, want to. thank you. I, but even as, you know, an Asian brown girl living in a white community, like there was a lot of even like self-hate within myself. I was always trying to prove to the white people that I wasn't a fob, which is a fresh off the boat Asian, that I was a cool Asian and that I, I was loved being quote, fob. <laughs> I know we're all, I love being fob. My mom would be like, people would call my house just to hear my mom. And I'd be like, give it to them. <laughs> you know, because she was, who's not? All the I time. love it. I love it. It's fucking hilarious. It is. Yeah. But like, you know, back then I was embarrassed. I would always try to come um, off as like, I'm whitewashed. Look at me. I hang out with white people. I hang out with real, outside bro. of my race because it's like a self-hate thing. We're taught that. So I don't know. And it's just obviously back then it was just I was ignorant. And I'm going to own up to that. That makes my butthole pucker. That subject. What? That makes my butthole pucker. It's painful to think of. Because oh. we all did it. We all did we it. All did. A lot of people did fucking sucks it does and so of course i you know i'm attracted to black men that's Mm. what i usually date and i wasn't (laughs) i didn't know what that i'm sorry i was like what is this (laughs) they can't say i don't know you yeah you're we're not you're not sponsoring us i don't even want to read the name yeah anyway um so what was i saying I feel like I'm high, but I'm not. Welcome to my world. (laughs) (laughs) No, but pretty much, you know, like I, I, back then, like you could say like, oh yeah, I love black dick or like jungle fever. And like, it it wasn't, and that's how I used to talk. And I'm saying that because that's how I used to talk because I didn't think that that was like racist. Right, right. I didn't think that was racist because I'm not, I'm not over here being like, I hate black people. I'm over here. I love black people. I love this, this, and that, you know? Well, and culturally, you identify more with people of color. It makes sense. But, like, whenever I heard that on the opposite end, I didn't hear it often, but there was times where I was definitely exotified, especially because I'm mixed. Mm. Dude, mm. it was hilarious. They'd say something like, jungle fever. I'm like, nigga, what the f- <laughs> What am I, a motherfucking cheetah in the woods here in the jungle? Like, right. what you mean? You talking about my nappy hair? I did my best to flat arm, and you still <laughs> saying some shit's going on my edges. You could fuck right off, you know? Right. But it, it just, besides that, like, culturally, it was a stab. It was just a stab, because it's like, and It's damn. just disgusting. Like, I even think back to the way that I was, and I hate that I even said that now, but I'm only saying it because I'm, I'm. You're trying to own up. I'm trying to own up. But here's the thing. That's why the conversation is so important because Mm -hmm. I would have continued to think talking like that was okay. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so, and also, you know, obviously dating black men, they've talked about being black in America and how they would even question like, are you fetishizing me? Like, are you, are you about legitimate questions? Black issues? Like, are you with it or are you just trying to? I ask the same thing. I've always asked anyone yeah. that I've been in an interracial couple with, if am I your first woman of color, specifically black woman? If I am, usually I'm out the door because I've learned it hasn't worked. I'm not going to say never. Everybody to their own. But like, nah. So normally I try to go for somebody where I'm not their first black woman or really? woman of color. Okay, period. so you are with a white man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How is that like? It's very different. I get very upset because I'm like, why don't you fucking understand? What the fuck? And there's things I just can't explain except with just, you have to just know. And he don't know. But the thing is, he doesn't try to act like he knows. He just tried to say, he tries to kind of like, oh, shit. 
I didn't really think of it that way, even though his background is not a particularly usual white person's background. Like, he wasn't that privileged in that sense. But what mm-hmm. he did have was visual privilege. Right, right. Which, you know. Like, he's not going to get pulled over for the color of his skin. Or he might, because nowadays, as of the last few years, now it's more predominant white men get pulled over for a reason. So he's been pulled over his fair share. He's fucked up his fair share. But it's very different because culturally, especially at such a racially charged time right now, there's a lot of hot top, like hot conversations coming up where I just wish he understood off the bat what I felt on the daily, mm. what I feel now. And it's not a problem, but it's a point of conversation. That's the hardest part. If I was with a black man and or Filipino man, I wouldn't have to explain it as much. Right. Family-wise, they get it. Humor-wise, they get it. Yeah, because that was the thing with me and Morgan, because Morgan was obviously black. Um, Yeah. And we should give him a nickname. Morgan. Well, everybody knows. Like, if I just call him a random name, I'm going to be like, wait, who? It's like... Morgan. True. So it's they already know. Out of the bag. He had a nickname at first, but but then obviously we became oh, yeah, official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, back to yeah, it. Back to it. So um yeah, like he's that was actually one thing that I know really bugged him. And it's funny, like during the spiritual medium episode, um Yesenia, the medium even brought it up. She was like, Are you guys a different race? Like, because 'cause I'm seeing that that's kind of an issue and it was. Um, I mean, like he he, <clears throat> you know, he never made me feel bad about it until like when we broke up. Yeah. You know, because so fun fact, you guys, he is back with his ex-girlfriend that he, you know, cheated on me with and whatever, all that stuff. So he's with her. They're officially together. And at one point he was really trying to decide who he wanted to go to. And I, you know, that's another story for another time, but he obviously chose her and, the one thing that he was like telling me <laughs> that you're like trying to sneak in your wine over there. Sneaking. It was okay. The one thing that he, you know, was really just rubbing in my face when he was upset was like, he's like, you will never know or understand me because you're not from where I'm from. She knows where I'm from. She, you know, has like, she, she gets it. You don't get it. And like that made me feel like shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. because I like obviously I support black love, like, but obviously it's kind of the truth. Yeah, it doesn't make it an end all be all, but it's a valid fact for him enough to bring it up. Do I believe that that's right? <clears throat> you know what? To each their own. But I do understand the toughness in having to explain yourself, not just who you are, but who you are based on your racial, cultural background. And how you're upbringing. brought up. Yeah. When people are vastly different, even if you were the same color, to be honest, because of where you're from, you still wouldn't understand. I know, yeah. That's the difference is it's not fully based on that. It just does put, it could put a little bit more work into things. I do think that the outcome is. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. If you work on shit that hard and both parties are willing to stick around with stuff that deeps deep to the core, it hits deep to the core, that's something, that's something. I've had some friends doing this, our interracial couples, and I'm like, yo, you doing okay? How is it you and your partner? And a lot of them have said, like, actually, we're closer than ever now because we're hitting on some really intense stuff. Some have not made it. Yeah, I feel like it, yeah, it really, it, it 
definitely tests things for mm-hmm. sure. And with him, like, and I even, I, I even knew it from like the moment that we started dating. I was like, I feel like you're supposed to be with the black woman. Like, mm. I feel like he was like, what do you mean? And I was just like, I, I don't, I don't know. And like, I obviously I'm someone who's very understanding even before I even met him. But like, I've always been trying to do better and understand the culture, especially if I am attracted to black men and I tend to date black men. Like I, if I'm going to date a community that's outside of my own, I have to understand them. Yeah. And they have to understand me. And with Morgan, it was just like, it, when it came down to it, he just, he, he needs that comfort and that's okay. He does. Yeah. That's a comfort zone. Which made me feel like, obviously it makes you feel, makes me feel like shit. Cause it's like, I, I love you and I, I want to be there for you. I want to understand you. I want to protect you. I want to, you know, like be your woman, but obviously you feel more comfortable with someone who's just like you. And I get that, but of course, like, you know. I know, but I'm just I'm like, like fuck. <laughs> yeah, but somebody that isn't willing to explain to you isn't worth the fight either. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah. You know, if that that's if that's a comfort zone, we know that this person might have a tough time explaining some things. Now he doesn't have to. Good for him if that's what he wants to do. But I get it because there's been times where I've told Rick, like, yo, I really think sometimes you need a dumb white girl or just like a submissive white girl because I'm definitely not that. Mm-hmm. I will fight you tooth and nail because I think it's sexy, first of all. And secondly, sometimes I have shit to say and I just want you to fucking be quiet because I just want to say, <laughs> that's all. It's just right. a woman. Maybe it's just like a mas- masculine versus femininity type thing. But there's sometimes where I just want the fucking attention on me. And there's a lot of times, especially right now, where I know he doesn't get it. And there would be some things humor-wise, culturally, that he would understand better with a white girl. The difference is, every time I ask him this and or say that, he gets really upset because he's like, what the fuck? I don't want that. It's not anything. I've seen it, done it. I don't want anything like me. I don't want the same shit that I have had and seen and grown up with. I want the opposite because... It's just funner for me. That's, that's how he feels I feel at too. Home. Like that's why, like I am attracted to Filipinos. Yeah. But when it comes to like mentally being stimulated, I'm like I, I don't I don't click, and that's why I haven't did no shade to the, my Filipino community. I don't know, dude. I'm call me just like a horny person. I'm like I'll take anything. <laughs> I don't care where the fuck you're from. I'd like to build a roster on. You know, every country would be cute. Uh, yeah, well, the first guy that I've ever lost my virginity to was Filipino. My first love was Filipino. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. <laughs> because I just feel like I think of Filipino relationships is so funny. Because yeah, the one time Filipino. I dated, I didn't even date him for real. For we were just like hanging out, apparently. Motherfucker. Just hanging out. I was like, <laughs> you're you're I thought we were dating, you stupid bitch. No, you're, but you're, yeah. It, it was so funny because my humor, I didn't have to explain shit. And I finally met somebody that was almost funnier than me. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, you funny Was he Filipino? Full. Oh, wow. Full. I know. How old were you, though? 23, 24. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there was a bit of comfort being with the Filipino, being like, oh, my God, your family's like mine. Like, I call your mom tita. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, he had a blow and go in his car. He couldn't start the car without blowing into it. What was he? Did he get a DUI? Yeah. I was like, that's so Filipino on you. You know, them like the Filipinos. No, mine mine was like super smart. Like, he's like, it has his doctrine now and shit. Like, he has like hella money. I think mine has dreads now. And it's like. (laughs) Last I saw him, he was drunk at a football game or like, a, no, I think it was a baseball game. And I was like, with the new boo. So I was like, my bitch has a career. My bitch Look has- at you. You disgusting hippie Filipino. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, 
I gotta find you a picture. Wow. What? Okay. What? Did I'm so sorry. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But like, have you ever dated someone who's black? Have you dated a black man before? Yeah, and mixed. Okay. That like super light skin. That and how was that like? Pissed me off. That light skin motherfucker pissed me off. I got mono from that bitch. What? And I went to the hospital because I was so dehydrated. Motherfucker didn't even come see me at all. And I was like, so did you how know? How old were you? Mono is so junior high. Everyone at junior high had got mono. <laughs> I think I was like 17, 17. Okay. Going yeah. into my senior year of okay, high school. Okay, that's like the, yeah. Mon- I like got mono's so very- skinny. I was like, fuck you. Now I'm skinny. I've never had mono. What is it like to have mono? It's great. It's the worst thing ever. You're sick for like six months. I'm not shitting Holy you. Holy shit. Yeah, I, it was like I six months. I remember just at junior high being like, oh my God, don't share a drink with Brad. He had mm. mono. And then I dated Brad at the Girl, end of the year. It hurts <laughs> so much. Like, your throat is on fire. You can't swallow. You're tired. I had to go to the hospital because I wasn't taking in fluids and eating. I was just like, leave me alone. My throat hurts. So she was, this doctor was like, um, you need to go to the emergency room right now. They just need to get you on some Can you IVs. die from mono? It's rare. If your system is super complicated, then it's possible. It's kind of like an extended, really bad flu Does in a way. Does any grown-ass person get mono? I think so. I'm pretty sure you can get it because even after having mono, because I've had mono, when I'm sick, I could pass that at any time for whatever reason. Oh, hell no. Because it's just in my system. I've just built immunity. Yeah, that's why I also (laughs) don't share with people that much, especially if I'm ever sick. I do not share, period. Because I've had mono. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's great though I lost 15 pounds and oh I looked so fucking good I was like fuck you senior year here I come <laughs> <laughs> fuck you senior that's year so I got a new car and it's like yeah yeah let me get a boyfriend or something <laughs> that's all it, that was it so at the end of the day but anyways as far as like interracial relationships interracial relationships as far as like dark dark black men I've been on a few dates <laughs> with this dude from Africa mm. I forgot which part I think he was maybe Somali uh, good looking as shit and yoked. However, had a girlfriend at the time and I was like, excuse me, sir, you're not supposed to do this. You're not How did you find ta- out you had a girlfriend? Oh, he told me at the table over drinks and I literally Maybe like, they had an open relationship. That's what he said. Come to find out they didn't. Oh. I didn't do anything because right when I heard that, was I he literally. Hot? Yeah. How'd you meet him? He, he was a dad though. He was oh, like, okay. he had like a six year old daughter or something. And I was like, but you fine. I would fuck a father. I have. It was really scary, though, because this was in New York. <laughs> this is in New York, and I, like, I found out he was a dad. This has happened a few times. I, I only fucked one dad, I think. I'm saying, you know, dads can put it down sometimes because they've oh, been there, sure. done that. Yeah, he was, like, 10 years older. Yeah. It was weird. He actually seemed, made like, the theme song for the show. <laughs> I mean, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I did see Fun it, fact. Like, a toy in the corner, though, once when we were banging, and I was like, a what? Oh. There was like a like maybe a stuffed animal or yeah. something like that. And I was like, ooh, no. But see, we're at that age now. We're 30. Well, I'm 29, but 30. I know. But we're like, like, well, you're in a relationship. I, just don't, I don't feel right fucking on a bed that a child sleeps in. <laughs> That's disrespectful. And I was like, your child sleeps in the bed? I have to go. But it's okay. I was on his Uber account, so I didn't have to pay for my rides. <laughs> <laughs> what? I did it. What I was putting on like a family account or something. Yeah, how it did was you like get an Uber, Uber dick. Account? Listen, it was purely once upon a time in New York. I was living in Harlem, and I was just like in it for dick purely. So I, I think he was maybe from Tinder possibly, and it was one of those times where I was like, "Yo, you want to fuck or not?" You know, Damn. and it was like that. And then I think we were chit chatting for a minute, and we met up for drinks in Harlem. And then was he white? Yeah. After a while, he was white and bald. I think. <laughs> 
I'm pretty Ooh, sure that's he, literally no, no, like not no, no, my type. Short at all. hair. I'm sorry. He was short okay. hair and like blondish, I guess. But he was a chef Ooh. also. Really? I'm down for chefs because I they just, know what to do. They're just really? like, I don't have time for this. Bend over. Yeah, yeah. But then I remember we're banging enough that I was like, look, this is cute, but like I'm a lady. If I'm gonna come <laughs> here to fuck, I'm not gonna like pay to. Fuck. Fuck. So right, like I'm not gonna pay Uber. for my own ride. So if you want to come to mine, you're welcome to. The doorman will let you in and out, shugs, because <laughs> we have a doorman today. But then it was, it was, yeah. And then then I got put on the family account because sometimes I'd be out after work. He would text me and be like, you know, send a time yeah, or something. That's kind of that's kind of genius. It's like fierce. To put, like pussy on your fucking yep. Uber accounts to be like, yep. let me let me order it real quick. Yeah, and then he would be like, where you at? Type thing, and I'd just be like, oh, Lower East Side. And then he would say, hey, take a car up. Use the account. And I'm like, thank you. Oh, my God. That's Serious. Kind of, it was literally on my phone. So I could just order it. And they would say which it? one, family account or not. No, when we stopped. Because I met Rick. I met Rick. Mm. And so when I went back to New York, I was like, sorry. Gotta get quit the dick. Yeah. He tried again. And I was like, nah. Because the D was good for Rick. <laughs> what? The D was good for Rick. I was like, I'm sorry. If you can Damn. bang me better. That, then how many white dudes have you had sex with? A lot. A lot. You, so are you like predominantly attracted to white men? I think so because the town I grew up in. I'm not, I grew, up, I grew I, up in a white man town too. And I'll, I, I was like, I need the opposite of everything that's here. You know, but in Seattle, most of the black dudes around me at the time were like, if there was the one black dude in the school besides me, they'd be like super nerdy or something. Or like, like very like. <laughs> just too shy. And I'm like, look. Or there was this dude named or, Cubby. Or, or they'd be like. <laughs> this nigga named Cubby. What? Yeah. He just had a big old ass. I was like, Cubby, you got a big ass. His <laughs> ass was bigger than mine. I was jealous. I'm like, I can't. And he was kind of creepy, but I liked it because it was sexual creepy. Did you have sex with him? No. I was in like middle school, bitch. Okay, just like okay. But Cubby. I have. I've been with anything and everything. Korean. Filipino. Latina, Filipino, black, mixed black, uh, Middle Eastern. I've been with Filipino, black, one white dude. How and the first. <laughs> I already know because <gasps> I've done this enough times. I've felt enough dicks. Fun fact. The first time I had <laughs> sex with a white dude was the day Trump got elected. <laughs> You know what? Take your power back. <laughs> you take your power back, That's girl. That's what I did. That's take what I did. Take your power back. And I remember we were like, we were at a restaurant and they announced like Donald Trump was our new president-elect. And oh my God. we were so sad. And we this were eating, we were really eating a charcuterie in. board and Cute. we were drinking and we went home and we were, I don't know, we had sad sex that it was like a really weird vibes. That's white boy sex. And we, you know, we were, we were dating for like a month and we would have sex like, Kind of often, and honestly, it was not good. I think I faked it a lot of times. Ooh, that's been much. Like, it was just very bland. Yeah. But you know what? I will say, out of really white fucking dudes, dorky. European white guys are different. Let me credit some European white boys. Why? Ethic. I don't know. They're not afraid. They're not afraid. The things that are gross in America is not gross in Europe. Like, hair, regular body sense, if you shower right. or don't shower type thing. So I've definitely hit it with some Euro guys. And I've never I had a Euro complain. guy at I all. I had this dude. I've never had a foreign. Wait. Bruh. There was one Let time I went back. on a I don't know. pure sexathon. This was like when me and this dude would meet up every so often. It would be like the entire night and morning yeah. of just like... You take a nap to recharge the juices, and then you go again. You know what I mean? So Latvian. Besides, I hope he besides never sees Rick, this. who was like your favorite to have sex with, and what was the race? Okay, okay, okay. It was another white man, huh? 
I would say the Latvian is. I'm like judging. That's okay. It's actually. I'm trying to think. Actually, no. The Filipina, the Latvian guy. Who else? The Filipino with dreads. He didn't have dreads at the time. He had beautiful (laughs) hair, and his body was amazing. Oh my god, I have the grossest story for you about that. I don't know if you want this here. I'm trying to think of how many Filipinos I've fucked. One, two. Two, maybe. Two. What's that? Yeah. I would say their names, but they're friends. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. What is that called? What is that called? Kate well, like Cave they, Brothers or but something? But it was like such a, it was years. That sounds awful. Oh my God. But they were like years Everybody's apart. But Everybody's they're not, it. you know, they're not like best friend or anything. Whatever. I guess, I guess. <laughs> like that sounds so bad. <laughs> you know what? It does. It's okay. It's all right. He's Gross. married now. It's all right. He's happy. It's fine. He yeah, happy. it's okay. We all moved on and shit. You know what I mean? But I'm saying good D is good D, though. Background or not, it's up to them to try to, try to work that shit yeah, out. Yeah, but I'm know? just saying, like, in relationships, you know, I'm definitely open. I'm not just prone to just being with black men. But for some reason, that's just who I just mentally connect with and emotionally connect with, you know? And so... But now with Morgan being like, you'll never understand me. I'm feeling a little kind of insecure, you know, like I'm a little like, should I just do the work? You know, he also said to me, too. He's like, you're supposed to be with the white man. You're not supposed to be with the black man. You're supposed to be with the white man. And I was like, fuck you. Well, what he's actually saying, if you dig through that, is pretty much he knows your future is brighter than his. And he's just upset. What? You know, so your future is brighter than his. So, of course, he's going to try to put you down about something because there's not much that's going to stop your upward bound. His is, we don't know, but it ain't the same. That's why, otherwise, why would people people, are going to be so mad at that comment? I really don't care. I'm like, well, don't say shit out your ass, you know? Right. That's saying shit out your ass. I know. Like, but also, I feel like it was a bit bit of him gaslighting me, just being like, yeah, because he just wants someone to feel as bad as he does because that decision is really tough, but that's what he wants. There's nothing wrong with that. But to me, it's like, well, then stop listening to the show. Then stop, then just go away to live your life. Nobody hates anything for what's going on. It's just like a learning curve. But luckily, at least you're coming out on top, bitch. Live your life. I am. I'm going to live my life and just love who I want to love. Yeah, who and gives a shit? Everyone's mixed these days. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, like... Oh, my God, I'm empty. I don't know. We'll see. I just... I, I just... I love who I love, and I can't help it at times, so... It but just also sucks. try to understand, maybe. If yeah. Because you have time to do the work, try to understand... And research that background, research the things that you may need to know. But you can't even know until you meet the person. That's why I'm like, yeah. Ooh. I also felt like he never even really tried to get to know my culture that much. No. That's Actually, he went to Jollibee one time with me and he that loved doesn't, it. That doesn't. That's not. <laughs> <if> you, <laughs> that's about I'm it. I'm saying once you've seen Thinikling, then we could Yeah. Talk. But honestly, I was like, I, I told him, I was like, yo, let's go to the fucking Philippines. Like, yes. I want to show you my country. Like, I want to. some carcass, bro. Yeah. So if it's all with him and it's with whoever, like, I would want them to, like, want to come to the Philippines yes. and you know with me and like I mean I still feel like I need to get in touch with my roots even my For Lebanese sure, side I don't know anything about my What's Lebanese up, side girl? you had Lebanese food before yes I haven't mm. I'd like to try Dang, I, but, fuck. 
Okay, okay, okay. I agree. That's why we're going to go to the Philippines together. Yeah, we have to go to the Philippines together. Because yeah. Rick wants to go. But I, that's the reason why I also... It's sexy when they just want to be like, you know, or if yeah. they like try to pick up the words yeah. and stuff. That's why, to be honest, if it's a white man that I'm dating, I prefer chefs, like white male chefs, if yeah. I'm going to date a white man. Because... And you are dating a white man who yeah. is a chef. Who is a chef. <laughs> because... because Food is their food is their language. They That's may not true. understand. And you have to be open, especially yes. Filipino food, yes. especially Asian food. And that was the thing too. He was like, I don't want like he was so picky on everything. Oh, He's hell like, no. I don't want to try that. Like he was Oh hell no. So but you I need someone who's gonna want to eat balut. it all. I know. Yeah, come eat the balut. I had tried the balut once and it was disgusting. Yeah. But you know what? I fucking tried the balut. You tried it. Did you put vinegar? I don't remember. Dip? Oh, you have to put vinegar soy sauce. Dip, I have a video. Dip. I'll show you me. me, me balut. What's up? What's up? I'll show you. I, uh, we I should can't. do that one day. We should try balut. I don't. On the show. I won't. Why? <laughs> because I'm vegan. I can't eat that stuff. <laughs> I will literally barf. It's a baby chicken. <laughs> I feel like a vegan balut. <laughs> I'll make something else. No. Vegan. It has I'll to be the actual balut. Okay, maybe I'll just do it. You, you do just, it. You I'll just... eat pansit by you. I'll make my own. <laughs> I just, I can't. Yeah, yeah, I just can't with the baby cheek because it's you can okay. see the bones. It literally is like it's this, so di- like you know? sometimes you even can feel like the feathers. Yeah, you it's can. It's so disgusting. With the right sauce, it's not that bad though. But you, you gotta know, have the right sauce. Yeah, that's yeah. it. But that's like a fucking specialty in the Philippines, and I would want to be with someone who's like, I want to try all of the foods. Hell yeah! I want to go to the cult. You know, like just because I, no matter what culture they are, I will try my best to be understanding of it because i know that i will never relate and that's just the reality i will never understand how it's like to be black or korean or that's the fun white, you know but yeah that's why i think i love being in an interracial yeah. relationship is because there's like there's there's so much more that's outside of me and i love yeah. learning about different cultures like i'm all about living learning I'm about I'm picky about my white men's though now if i were <laughs> i prefer them to be southern or southern influenced because most of the time depending they're on racist, where they're from though. They're racist, but there's heavy divides. A lot of the times <laughs> you can find, I'm just with like Southern blacks and whatnot. And black is in America. They're mostly started in the South because of slave trade and all that shit. Yeah. So I'm like, well, at least if I can get someone, they have more chances of being fucking mixed. And I love me some Southern shit because they just, it's more like black culture to me. Right. That's what I feel comfortable in and all that jazz. So I wanted a white Southern if I was going to do white and a chef, because you can't tell me a chef isn't willing to try anything and everything and go somewhere. Oh, for you sure. Know? Because they're going to be, yeah. Yeah. but so I just want someone to eat with me. That's what I'm saying. I just, I just want to eat. eat together. That's why I'm like, you can't eat. You can't pack it in. That's disrespectful in my household. Pack right. Pack it in, you know. Right, right. Yeah. I know. And it is, like, especially in the Filipino culture, like, if you make someone food or you buy someone food or you, yeah, well, and they reject you because they're like, oh, I don't want to eat that. It's the most disrespectful. I love people. Hot flash. I know it is really hot. It's like the most disrespectful thing you can do. Yeah, you have to keep eating. I yeah. have to keep eating. You have to fill your plate. Once your plate's empty. I need that fan too. I'm it's so saying, fucking girl, hot. I'm about to pass out. But it feels good though. Yeah. It's I just like the wine's got me warm also. <laughs> That's why I tried to wear no clothes. It's all good, girl. Shit. Oh my God. Flash. My earrings about to fall off. But <laughs> that's the fun. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I love, I love dating outside of my race for the reason because it's like I love learning about different perspectives and cultures and all that stuff. But anyways, any last words about interracial relationships and, you know, 
give it a white try. men <laughs> give it a try <laughs> give it a try get outside your comfort zone try or, something else but be patient and be willing to learn yeah or or stick i mean i understand also i support sticking with what you know as well Absolutely. i think just knowing what works for you like huh? with morgan what works for him is someone who's just like him he doesn't I, have to explain yeah yeah i need to be with someone if they are outside of my race i need to be with someone who's very open-minded yeah. and patient because yeah. you have to be willing to want to explain yourself and understand yeah. that i'm not the same you yeah. know it's hard but it you is know hard, but it's work relationship is work and you don't choose who you love sometimes so it's like Trust me, I wouldn't have chosen. <laughs> I chose mine wisely. I'm fine. <laughs> it is what it is. So anyways, plug yourself, batch. I'm off social media. Are you? No, you didn't Not delete yet. it. I didn't delete it. It's just my name. I J-A-F-R-A. think you need like a separate personal page just for like. I have one. I'm just lazy. <laughs> Why did you plug that one? I like the name of it. No, that's my like private, private time. Someday, someday. <laughs> okay, okay. And what's your hair one? Because she does hair. She does my hair. So it's Jafra underscore J-A-F-R-A underscore. And I'm a blue emoji. Blue haired emoji. Yes. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan. Or go to brokeoldtherapy.com. All that shit is there. Okay, bye. We're doing another episode. Let me fan myself. Yes, up. bitch. Okay, Fun bye. Hot. Broke Girl Therapy. 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 Hello, friends. This is Mark Nell, executive producer of the Table Read podcast, where imagination meets performance. As we wrap up an incredible season one, we want to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you who tuned in and supported us on this amazing journey. Season one was nothing short of extraordinary. We delved into captivating scripts that transported us to worlds beyond our imagination, thanks to the brilliant writers who delivered these works. But what really brought these stories to life were the talents of our amazing actors. But Wait, the excitement doesn't end there. As we bid farewell to season one, we are thrilled to announce the launch of season two. Get ready for more gripping narratives, more unforgettable characters, and more mesmerizing performances that will keep you on the edge of your seat. We have some big surprises coming. The Force will definitely be with you. So stay tuned, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay excited. From all of us at the Table Read Podcast, thank you. And let's make season two even more memorable together.